Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. So we're right in the middle. Uh, well, we're not in the middle. This is the final conclusion. This is a two-part series um, that we're doing. We kicked it off last week uh, titled Blocked Potential. That's why I had you say that because I believe that that's something that we could say every single morning when we wake up. Inside of me lies great purpose, and inside of me there is great potential. There is greatness on the inside of me. And, and I just tell you, because how many knows when you wake up, you, you're bombarded with I mean, almost immediate. You don't even have to turn on your cell phone. It's almost immediately you're bombarded with thoughts from yesterday. It's amazing if you get up and this is probably a little personal, but if you get up in the middle of the night to go to the restroom and go potty, those kinds of things, you know, it's it's amazing how the stuff that you shut down three hours before comes right back to your mind, and then and then the enemy wants to torment you so you can't go back to sleep. And that's when you say, No, 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 inside of me lies purpose. So that, that purpose has to overshadow that. And the greatness, the great potential that's inside of me ain't got time for that. So you handle your business, whatever you do in the middle of the night, and then you go back to sleep. I, now I lay me back down to sleep. I pray the Lord that all this stuff goes away. Amen? Uh, that sounds silly, but that's the relationship that I have with Jesus. When stupid stuff like that happens in the middle of the night, like I ain't got time for that. I'm going back to sleep. My bladder woke me up. I got to handle my business, and I'm going, back to, I'm going back to sleep. And then when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to be about his purpose on my life, and I'm going to be trying to pursue the greatness uh, and the potential that he's placed inside of me. How about you? So last week, we, we, were, we talked about how potential uh, refers to um, what could be, not what's present in our lives. So it's, it's what could be happening not what's present. It's kind of like you watch those fixer-up shows. What's the one with the, with the blonde and the husband and the little baby? Flip or flop, I th- is that the one? I don't know. Some of the, sometimes watching her, and she's all dutied up. I mean, like she's got, she looks like Jan Crouch in her younger from TBN. Y'all probably don't know what TBN is. But anyway, in her younger years before she had pink hair, I probably should stop right there. But anyway, uh, uh, <clears throat> where was I at? Oh, yeah, flip or flop. Watching her expression when she walks in there, especially if it's sight unseen, is that what they call it when you buy it and you didn't get the chance? And she walks in and she's just like blown away and I'm like, I just, it's hilarious. But it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's, they didn't buy the house based on what it looked like now. Some of you may have bought a home where you, it was a fixer-upper. I don't like that's too much work. I like to, is it move-in ready? There, there are some things that I'm learning, and Kelly's helped me uh, in repairing. Uh, somebody said, yeah, you called him over there to do it. No, no, no. I said, show me what to do and tell me how to do it, and we'll fix this thing up or we'll do it. And, and, but you didn't purchase it based on the condition it looked in right then. It's, uh, I'll take it a little more personal. When Amy and I met, she didn't, she didn't marry me or even date me because of what I looked like then. My, our, our daughter, I won't say which one, one of our daughters actually said that not too long ago when an anniversary popped up and there was a picture on, on Facebook and she goes, Daddy, I don't know what in the world mommy saw in you. <laughs> I know what she saw. She saw purpose and greatness and potential. That cat's got potential. That's what, that's what I'm believing. And I'm hoping I haven't disappointed. But, but again, potential is not what could, it's not where you are now. It's what, could be. Everybody say could be. 
So it's our unused strengths. It's the areas in our lives that we're not tapping into. I like to call it our capped capabilities. It's what you're capable of doing, but you don't do it. Like Amy's capable. I'm going to go under fire for this one. Well, you told me to just be real and just so I'm going to be real. So she's capable of cooking, um, but she just doesn't cook a lot. <laughs> and she'll tell you. So I, I'm not really in any trouble. I wouldn't tell you anything that we haven't had a conversation. She's capable of it. She just doesn't like to. Okay. So how many, how many other ladies in the house? You're capable, but you just don't like to. But you do. How many but do? Amy, look. But they do. Okay. 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 I'll stop right there. See, that could get me in all kinds of trouble. But, but it's, it's our unused strengths. I love this. This is what God showed me. And, and I'm, I'm just kind of recapping for those that may, weren't, maybe weren't here last week. But this is what God showed me about this. Because for me, I've always thought potential was, was a place that I saw over there. And I, could, I had to like jump to it. And like, that's potential. And I'm now I'm tapping into what he wanted. But it's not that way. Potential isn't a place that you arrive. Potential actually starts in the process of getting to that place. Are you tracking me? So, 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 cause see, the enemy wants you to think bad. Well, I'm, I'm no good. I've messed up. I've done things and I can't, I, I'll never get there. No, if you say you never will, then pretty much you made up in your mind. I'm not even going to try to get there. And that's where we, that's where we miss out. So Amy, put these pictures, well, don't put them up yet. Uh, uh, I, I put some pictures together and they'll roll by themselves in just a minute. Kind of what we saw in the ministry. Some of you have been here probably from a long, 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 long time ago when it was actually Calvary Worship Center before it became Forward Church. And I could have pulled pictures up when we met as a little Bible study in uh, someone's carport and we put tarp down the side when it rained so we wouldn't get wet. And in Florida, it don't matter. It's still hot and humid. I remember those days. I could have showed you pictures of when we met in someone's home, Tom Hammond's home that was on the way to, uh, on the way to Bronson many, many, many years ago. I could take you and show you pictures of when we were meeting in the, uh, the hotel that's down there just below McDonald's when we met in the conference room that you think, well, conference room, what you're thinking of is a large room. This one was like 10 people was in there and you hope somebody bathed. Like you hope they all bathed, okay? And you're lugging, you're lugging sound system. I could have taken you there. So, so check these pictures out. This is what we did since we've been in here. It's called the process of potential. So as you know, that you guys sitting in the back, y'all were actually in the kids' area. This was just the sanctuary from that wall was up. And this, and so, you know, you guys put a little, uh, you had some curtains up, and there was no stage. You just stood on the floor with a transparency. And then what we do, we knocked the wall down. We built a stage. Thank you, Kelly and others. And then we added some more curtains. We, we were proud of those things. Matter of fact, they weren't even curtains. They're sheets. They're bed sheets. And, and lamps from Ikea. Praise God for Ikea. And, um... And then we ordered more chairs because the church started growing, and we added to the stage. We bought the wonderful, beautiful white boxes. Everybody thought, is it time to move? We've got boxes. No, not yet. Um, we're getting there. That's the, that's the greatness of our potential. So that was some really cool days. Uh, and then, of course, we've, we've hosted many, many Christmas experiences in this very room, trying to dress it up, you know, trying to make it the best so it's not like you're still in Chiefland, but you're, you know what? God has given us great things, and we want to give him back the very best. So we we try to do our best to do that. And then, of course, you know, we've, uh, thanks to Jamie and, and, and others that helped us construct this new, the new set you see today. And then, of course, we host um, the New Year's Bash, uh, which is our New Year's Eve party that we do here. And then I think some of the other things that we've done, as you know, since we moved in here, when we first came in the building, we didn't even use those front doors. That wasn't even the entrance. We came in through these doors. We didn't even use those. So we came in and we painted and we made some things. We wanted it to feel like home. That's why you see the sign that says, Welcome Home. Uh, and then as you know, y'all know what the buzz room used to look like. That nasty carpet, the blue carpet, looked like Smurfette threw up on it. And the walls, 
yet. I don't even know what to say. Uh, but we came in, and we painted, and put the floor down, um, and thanks to so many people that contributed to make that happen. But that's the process of potential. Did I talk too fast? I didn't time those pictures long enough to, 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 to say what I wanted to say. But, but that's the potential, okay? Somebody say, why did you even show us that? Because those are, cause if we just came in here and we left it with the tra- overhead transparency, with no stage, and we just said, we're just going to sit here and wait until God gives us 30 acres, and we're going to build a campus, and we're going to stay just like this and not even knock the wall down. Like We tapped into the greatness of what we knew was inside the ministry, Amen. Are you following me? And so, and so, and so, then, then we're, we're tapping in, and we're, and we're working this process known as potential. So I said all that to say, don't let the enemy bombard your mind and cause you to doubt the potential in you to get you to stay where you are. It's time to move forward. Amen. So that's that's what it's all about. That's what it's that's what it's all about. And I I told you how others have the opportunity. To, to, to block things in your life, whether it's the parking lot, the parking spot that you like, or whether it's uh, a job promotion. People have the ability to block you, okay? And this is something else God showed me, and it blew my mind. But the only person that can block you from your potential is you. You are the only person that can block you. So ask yourself, what's, what's my excuse? Like, why, why am I not doing the things? Yeah, but you don't understand. I'm highly qualified, and I shouldn't be in this position. I should be in the manager position. Well, start being a manager now. Start being the very best at what God's called you to be and the greatness that's inside of you. Do that now. The Bible says, uh, or maybe it doesn't, but it's my translation of, of that, is if you're faithful in the little things, God will give you the bigger things. So if you want that manager's position, start acting like one. If you're single and you want and you're a lady and you want and you want you want a man, start taking care of yourself so you can get one, and vice versa for the guys. Okay, start acting like you know what the greatness is inside of you. Don't keep it a secret. All right, what is the what is <clears throat> what is one of the greatest potential blockers for us? Because I said, well, so if it's our fault that we, we're not tapping into, what is the greatest potential? Uh, one of the greatest um, things that happens in our lives to cause us to be blocked is because we see ourselves by our view, and we see our situations by how we see it. We don't see it by the potential of what it could be. Okay, I'll take it this way. When I was single before I met her, I, was in a, I lived in a, an apartment, a studio apartment above a beauty shop. You've heard me tell this story before, and um, I remember one particular month, and I was having to pay child support because I, I made some choices in my life, uh, and I jump-started and thought that was the direction I should have went, and it wasn't, and so, I, I, I mean, all my money was just like, it was spent before it ever hit my checkbook. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Sometimes it's, it's that way for me now, but, but, I, but I, I just remember going to a service, and all I had was a $5 bill in my pocket, and I knew I needed gas, and I wasn't getting paid to the end of the week, and my rent was due. Matter of fact, it was late. And I remember the Holy Spirit said, what do you have in your pocket? I'm like, I can't give, at least I can work out, I can work out the part that my rent's late, but I, I got to have gas to drive, to get to work. But I remember things from a very young child, and I wasn't in a place that I should have been in church. So it was, it was God, it was the Holy Spirit working on me. Somebody said, well, you were the, the PK. No, I was doing stupid, insane stuff. And he still spoke to me and said, give, if you believe that I'll take care of you, give that. So I gave that $5 
I don't remember how I, how I, work, how I figured out. I don't remember. I must have borrowed money for gas because I don't remember how that happened. But I do remember this. When I got back home and I walked up the stairs, there was a note on my door from my landlord that said, don't worry about this month's rent. We'll start over next month. And see, because what happened was, at the, on Friday, my rent, that check was gone because the rent had to be paid. So what that allowed me to do, because I gave the $5, what it allowed me to do was I was able to then keep that money and apply it in other areas. See, don't allow the enemy to, 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 to cause you to look at your, your circumstances right now and go, I'm stuck, I'll never get out of this. If you'll be faithful and if you'll be obedient where you are, God will make sure that you tap into, he will make sure that your, your footsteps are ordered by him and you'll tap into the potential and the greatness that's inside of you. Did I get all that out right? I'm, I'm just saying, don't, don't allow the enemy. That's, that's the number one thing that we do that blocks our own potential. It's because we view our own lives and our circumstances with our lenses. I wrote this down. This is what he said. He said, too often we see our lives not at the level of our potential, but through the lenses of our limitations. I don't, th- this was straight from heaven. This was what my dad would call a download. Too often we see our lives not at the level of our potential, but through the lenses of our own limitations. Therefore, we block our potential. We block our potential. If you brought your Bibles, let's go to Judges. Judges, we will not be very long. Judges chapter 16, beginning with verse 16. Judges 16, beginning with verse 16, says this. With such nagging, everybody say nagging. See, I, I think probably some, a visual just came up in your mind of somebody who does that to you. Rebuke that thought in the name of Jesus. Cancel that out. With such nagging, she, I don't know why that just happened to come up there. Anyway, with such nagging, she prodded him day after day until he was tired to death. So he told her everything. No razor has ever been used on my head, he said, because I have been a Nazarite set apart to God since birth. If my head were shaved, my strength would leave me, and I would become as weak as any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her everything, she sent word back to the Philistines, Come back once more. He has told me everything. So the, ruler, the rulers of the Philistines returned with the silver in their hands. Isn't it, isn't it interesting to note that most of the time, anything, anytime we're doing something against the word of God, it, it, normally there's, there's money involved, or there's an enticement, there's, there's a payout. It doesn't have to be money. It could be, I'm going to do this because it's going to get me something. Okay, um, I got to be careful because I'll just stop right there and just land on stuff, and that, that's not where we need to be. Having put him to sleep on her lap. Well, we know she sh- he shouldn't have been there in the name of Jesus. Okay, y'all missed that. Having put him to sleep on her lap, shouldn't have been there, she called a man to shave off the seven braids of his hair and so began to subdue him, and his strength left. Listen, the moment that we give in to our weaknesses... Is the, is the moment that the enemy comes in to subdue you. The moment that we give in, again, what, what causes us to block our own potential? It's our weaknesses. That's what we're seeing within the, in the life of Samson. The, the enemy comes in to subdue us. And I looked up that word subdue means to overcome or to quiet, quieten, quieten, quieten. Q-U-I-E-T-E-N, quieten. There we go. Bring under control. So, so, so check this out. How many times we begin to do things that don't glorify God and that voice that you used to hear that says, I don't need to do that, it, be, it gets quiet. Why? Because you're being subdued by a spirit. And it's not the Holy Spirit. 
So, so when, when we go through those things, if the voice that you used to hear, if you're not hearing anymore, you need to run for cover. You need to run back to cover. Then she called, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. He woke from his sleep and thought, I'll go out just as I did before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Then the Philistines seized him, gouged out his eyes, and took him down to Gaza. Binding him with bronze shackles, they set him grinding in the prison. But the hair on his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. Now let's skip over to... Let's skip over to verse 28. I know we're right in the middle of a story, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put it all together, but this is, this is where we are. Verse 28. Then Samson prayed to the Lord, O sovereign Lord, remember me. O God, please strengthen me just once more, and let me with one blow get revenge on the Philistines for my eyes. Then Samson reached toward the two center pillars on which the temple stood, bracing himself against them, his right hand on, <clears throat> on the one and his left hand on the other. Samson said... Let me die with the Philistines. Then he pushed with all of his might, and down came the temple on the rulers and all the people in it. Thus, he killed more when he died than while he was living. I want us to, I want us to hone in on that, but, but Samson's purpose was to, to deliver the Israelites from the Philistines. That was his purpose. That was the potential, the greatness that was inside of him. But let's look at the last line. He killed more Philistines in his death than he did in his life. And somebody said, hey, I'll do anything God wants me to, but I ain't about this dying thing. I, I know what you're thinking. I, I'm cool, but I'm not, I'm not about that. But, but check this out. It's not necessarily much the flesh die like it was for Samson, but it's a, it's, a, it's a great representation that when we die to ourselves, listen, church, when we die to ourselves, we can do more in God than we can do on our own. Okay. Now, now you got to remember what what did Samson's process look like? The, what did the process to that moment, that potential, when he arrived and he killed more people through his death than he did when he was alive? What what was the process? What did it look like for him? What did those steps look like? It looked like this: he killed a lion with his bare hands. He killed one thousand Philistines with a jawbone of a donkey. This is what his this is what his process. He didn't just show up one day and go. Bam, I got this. The walls came tumbling down. Humpty Dumpty crashed. No, there was a process and steps. And the thing that we have to make sure that we're open to is whatever the steps are. It may not be the road you think you want to take, but you got to remember, is it the road that God wants for my life? Okay. Our life should be an example. Somebody told me the other day, yeah, but you're a you're the pastor. You're supposed to. You're supposed to step out, and and you're supposed to. You're supposed to say yes, and and oh, the the the, the pay cut was this, and and the bills were this, and you still moved. Oh, but but you're supposed to because that's a no, no, I'm not. I told y'all last week. I put these things on just like you do, and if nothing else, you should go. You know what? I know him, and if he can do that, I can do that. So the road that you think you need to take to get to, because some of you know what the greatness, you know the potential inside of you, but you think the road is supposed to be, you know, just just gravy train. You just like, you know, just skip to the loo, my darling, whatever. No, it, it, won't. It, can be, it can be a bad road if you take the wrong road, if you take the wrong right but road, but it can also be a way, it also can be a bumpy ride because there's some things through the bumpy ride that God is wanting to, to get into your life. There's some experiences that you need to know. Amen? So, 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 so Samson was the guy, if he was here today, he'd be the guy that you and I would not like. 
especially the guys. We wouldn't like him. He would never miss the, he could go to Krispy Kreme Donuts, sit down there when the hot sign's on, tell them to lock the door because everything's coming to his way and it would not affect his figure. That's the kind of dude Samson was. Like he just, to me, from what the word says, he was just perfect. Like if head and shoulders was back during that time, he would have been the, he would have been the, the poster boy for, you know, the, the flowing hair. I mean, the brother didn't shave his head. So you know his hair was, you know, I don't think it was oily. I mean, he was a nice-looking dude. Matter of fact, he would never miss the gym. He would never miss leg day. But he would always have a six-pack. You know what I'm saying? That's the dude that we would not like. The guys would not like him. Now, the girls, y'all would, can we go get some Krispy Kreme, baby? You know, I know how y'all do. Well, if it ain't affecting him, maybe if I hang out with him, it won't affect me. No. I, I don't, my, my strength is not impressive, I know it's not impressive, but my strength is not improved just because I hang out with Jamie. There's some things that we have to do to make that, to make that happen, okay? It's a process. I'm going to leave that right there. But he's the guy, Samson is the guy that we would not like because everything was going, I mean, he could eat whatever he wanted to. He, he, he would face, the people who came up with Facebook would have to reconstruct the rules on how many followers you can have because everybody would want to follow, all the ladies would, I know. All the ladies would want to be following Samson, okay? He's that guy. He's the guy. But we see where he was tapping into his potential, killing a lion with his bare hands and, and killing a thousand people with the jawbone of a donkey. I don't know, did he find the, the jawbone on the road or did he yank it out the donkey's mouth and he's like, <laughs> I mean, uh, like, I don't, I don't know. They didn't tell all those details. When we get to heaven, maybe I'll ask if, you know, if I feel like it's necessary. But, like, what did he do? I, I, I don't know. That, but that's what it looked like for him. But, but Samson fell, and his potential was temporarily blocked. Why? Because of his, because of his weakness. It's something you and I both have. So if you want to know the area that the enemy is going to come, come at you with, how many, how many in the room know your weaknesses? I'm not going to ask you to identify them, but how many know what your weaknesses are? That's the area that we have to be strong. And I know that seems counterproductive. It's like, I got to be strong in an area that I just said is my weakness? Absolutely. You need to focus your attention on that area of your life because the enemy is focusing on that area of your life. He's not focusing on the area that you're real strong in. See? Never fails. Back in the early days, y- y'all know marriage, marriage ain't easy. You know, I, I got flesh, she got flesh, and, 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 and at times, both flesh, you know, spark and, and iron, they say sharpens iron, but y'all know if y'all, this stuff, it looked like 4th of July. Y'all know what I'm talking about. She's like, where are you going? You're making me nervous. No. Where was I going? Oh, this is where I was going. There'll be times where the enemy would try to come into our marriage, and we'd, we'd straighten that up, Right? And then he's going to find another avenue. He doesn't use that anymore. So then he comes in through the kids. You get, you get take care of that, and you make sure that's okay. And now he, co- he comes in through the church. And, and then you take care of that. And you're, you're always fighting. But you can't just then focus on this. you gotta, you got to keep attention on this part. you got to keep attention on this part and that part. Why? Because the enemy is trying to destroy you. He's not trying to give you a headache. He's trying to kill you. He's not trying to get you to have an argument to sleep on the couch. No, no, no. He's trying to split you up. Okay? He's not, he, it's not a game to him, but we treat the enemy like it's a game. It's not a game to him. It's life or death. It's life or death. So, so, so what's the part that we missed out on? So, so one day this attractive girl, because I'm, I'm sure if he's that good looking, um, um, 
the girl that probably didn't have all the looks probably wasn't the one that was getting his attention. So that let, lets us know that she probably was, was a looker. She was a 10. She wasn't a diff. Y'all know what a diff is? Distance is your friend. Okay. I remember going to the beach one time with a friend of mine. He goes, this was, this was a long time ago. He said, she's a diff. And I was like, what's a diff? She goes, watch when she gets closer. Distance is her friend. The girl that was attracting Samson, Delilah, she wasn't a diff. Okay? She wasn't a diff. What'd she say? So, so you know, she caught his eye. You know, he's flexing that muscle. And what'd she do? You know, they probably exchanged numbers if it was today. Get a little DM, you know, direct message thing going on. But, but, but what, but what, what would, what would have happened? What would have happened? She said, she said, oh, Samson, how are you so strong? Y'all know how y'all do, ladies. It's called affirmation. When she wants something, she knows how to do, especially now that I'm working out. She, she knows, you know. You'd be like touching. Okay, stop. No, no, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Y'all know how to get 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 the attention. Y'all know, and guys, we know how to do that too. And so that's what she did. She goes, Samson, what what makes you so strong? What makes you so strong? And so he's like, Oh, you know, y'all play the game. He's like, I can play the game too. So she asks him, and 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 she 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 affirms him, and he says, "Well, well, if you buy me with with ropes, I'll be weak as any other man." So she does that. She lulls him to sleep, lullaby, lullaby, in her lap, whatever. And he goes to sleep, and and then and he, she calls the Philistines in. They bind him up, and then and she says, "Samson, Samson, the Philistines are here." He stands up, breaks him off. He goes, "Oh, baby girl, I was just kidding with you. That really wasn't what it was. That's not how I got my strength." Y'all know how we play that game back and forth. Something about the chase. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you've been married for a long time, y'all, y'all better still be chasing. Me and Amy chase. Anza Grace would tell you, we chase, don't we, baby? Okay, so anyway. So, 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 so she said, so what, what is it? What's the reason? What is the, what's the secret to your strength? He said, oh, well, if you put my hair in braids, I guess that would be corn rolls today. If you put my hair in braids, I mean, first, secondly, first of all, he's an idiot. Because she already tried to kill him. But y'all know how we do. We keep coming back for more. She came, he came back for more, so she said, put, put my hair in braids. So she puts him to sleep, however they did that. And, and so, so the, guy, the dude comes in, braids his hair, and, and she tries to wake him up and says, Samson, Samson, the Philistines are here. He stands up. He's like, oh, my God, my hair looks so good. And, but that didn't do it. He was still strong. He whooped all their butts, and they ran back home. At least that's what I'm thinking. So, so he got tired of the nagging. Isn't that just like the enemy? That same picture comes up on your phone. <laughs> you, we're strong in moments of strength, but we weak in moments of weakness. Like, well, that wasn't real deep. No, but it's true. That's how he's coming. That's how he's coming at us. He always nags us. And what did Samson do? I mean, this, this isn't a, a storybook. Like, this happened. This is the stuff that we go through. Okay. He's nagging, and, he, and he, 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 he just gave up. He's like, you know what? I'm tired of this, but, but she's good looking, so maybe it's worth it to tell her what the secret is. Maybe she'll cover me. Maybe, you know, maybe this was just a game, and, and, and she's my boo, I'm her boo, and we're going to have boo babies. I don't know. So, 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 so how often is that a picture of the church, that the enemy comes, he nags on us, and he nags on us, he pushes, he pushes, he pushes, and then we just give in. We continue to go back. Because it's a safe zone. We go back 
to that area because it's safe. Like when I was single before I met Amy and I found myself in situations and in parties and things because I wanted to be accepted and because, because I, I was hurt because of situations and because the church had, 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 had made some, some choices that really weren't, wasn't reflecting Christ. And so, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go hang out with those people. And, and even though I knew for, I mean, and the Holy Spirit was inside of me telling me, you don't need to be here. That was in my strength moments. You don't need to be here. But it was, sa- it was a safe zone for me. Y'all know what y'all safe zones are. It was, a, it was a safety net. We continue to go back to the very thing that's been sent to take us out. But we don't see it. Why? Because we're blind. S- Samson knew she had a scheme, but he got tired of the temptation. Temptation is fun. It le- ple- there's pleasure in sin for a season. Temptation is fun, but when it's no longer fun and it's just comfortable, you need to run because it's, the axe is getting ready to drop. Okay? So if it ever gets to a place where somebody says, oh, so you're saying it's cool as long as it's temptation is not comfort. No, that's not what I said. I'm just telling you because we are all flesh, and if you get to the moment where you're no longer hearing the Holy Spirit go, you don't need to be here, you don't need to be having these conversations, you need to run. Because the axe is getting ready to drop. If we're not careful, like Samson, we may arrive at a place in our lives where we've relied on our gifting. In other words, we may, we may arrive at a place where I, I can shake myself. This isn't bothering me. I'm cool. I remember saying, I, I got this. I'm good. I'm good. I can, I can handle this. I go to church. I'm good. I listen to Christian music sometimes. I'm good. I post positive messages on Facebook with a scripture. I'm good. Remember what I said. The only person that can block you from your potential is you. I'm good. I can do this. But then all of a sudden, the temptation keeps coming. And the place that I refuse to run from now became, from, excuse me, now has become familiar and safe. The place that I refuse to run from, now, now I feel safe there. The one place that I used to know that was wrong for me and that that would send me down a road, I no longer feel that. Matter of fact, now I enjoy this place. I enjoy this place. But what did Samson say? I'll fight just like I always have. I'll shake myself and I can do this. Hear the problem he's saying? I can do this. I got this. I'm good. I can do this. No, without Christ, you're nothing. And you can't do anything without him. You may, you may flex for a little bit, but when the anointing of God lifts, listen, the gifts that you have in you, we said that last week, every one of us has a gift inside of us. That gift, he will never take away. But the anointing that should be resting on it may not remain. Okay? Because there is a difference in me getting up here and doing music on my own ability, or, which is dangerous, versus the moment where I say, God, it's not my voice. This is not, it, it, is, it belongs to you. And all this pe- that people see, it all should direct people's, their eyes to you. Because if not, that's a dangerous place. And I know my weaknesses. And I had to make sure that I stay strong in the moments of my weak spots. In our own lives, just like Samson, we may get to a place where we, where we can say, I can do this. I want us to look at three things real quick. The first thing that happened, they gouged out his eyes. When you lose your sight, you lose your vision. Okay? We're talking about how I block my potential. That's the first thing the enemy's going to do. Once he, once he lures you or you be, become subdued, he lures you in. He's going to take out your eyes. That's the first thing. Because if he can do that, like the three stooges, 
If he can take your eyes out, he's got you on so many levels. Because, because if, you, if you have no vision, you can't see your potential anymore. And after a while, it'll become nothing but a memory. You can't see your potential. You can't see your destiny. You can't, you can't see the plan that potential that God has for your family. Listen, you can't see the potential that God has for you if you have a business. God, you can't see the potential that he has for your business. If, if the enemy, if, if he takes out your eyes, your marriage, your children. When, when we lose vision, it's like trying to take a trip without, without GPS. When we, go to, when we go to Houston, even though I've been, I went for several years in a row, it's the same roads that I was on. Listen, it was the same roads that I went on, but the scenery changed. Just in 12 months, buildings erected. There was things that, that changed. So see, when you get on a road that you think you're familiar with, that's when that enemy is going to get you. Anytime you become familiar with an area, that's where the enemy is going to dupe you because he's going to pop something up in front of you. He's going to, for a guy, he's going to pop that girl up. Or, or ladies, he's going to pop that guy. Or he's, going to, he's going to pop up this group of friends that's trying to get you and lure you and subdue you so the enemy, not them, but so the enemy can take out your vision. You no longer see where you're supposed to be going. You think you should be hanging out with them and you become comfortable with that. Is this too hard? I don't think so. You didn't have to answer that. I just wanted to see what you'd say. Number two, bronze chains. They bound him in bronze chains. What's bronze signify in the, in the scripture? It represents judgment. It's where we hit a place of being without God that we feel enslaved by the judgment of other people. And that can be for Christians or non-Christians. You know what the non-Christians say? Oh, come to church? <laughs> the building will fall in. Again, it's judgment that they put on themselves. See, see, when you become enslaved or entangled, the enemy wants you to think that that's all that's, all that's going to happen. You deserve that. And you're stuck. Maybe you do deserve that. Maybe I do deserve that. But because I have a relationship with Christ and because I surrendered to him, I no longer deserve that. He took the, he took the deserving on the cross. He took care of that for me and for you. I wrote this down. Don't be held captive by the opinions of other people. Don't be held captive by the opinions of other people. Why? Because their opinions then play, play on your mind and then you block potential. Again, they can't block your potential, but whatever they throw out in front of you, you don't have to accept it. When people talk about you, you don't have to accept that. You need, you need some tips on that? Come see me. It's probably not going to be for podcast, I promise. But I, I pretty much worked out that situation. Frankly, my dear, I don't care. Y'all thought I was going somewhere on that, didn't you? But I don't. I don't care. Because if I let that junk filtrate my mind, it, it, it immediately blocks that, takes out my vision. And I no longer see my potential. I no longer see vision for the ministry. I no longer see vision for you. I mean, if, I can, if I'm just up here running game, then I'm wasting y'all's time and mine and God's. But no, I'm praying, God, help me to, 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 to hear from you what people are going through. So when I get up here and talk about blocked potential, I'm believing that everybody in the room, at least three or four, are having a, an issue with blocked potential. So don't be held captive by the opinions of other people. Just give me a few more minutes. We may break this down into a third, a third week. Because um, I, just, I just believe that there's no... I could, I could rush through this. I could go to this, this last scripture. But I think that it's important that we, that we, we know how to apply this. Because if I just throw it out there and you don't know what to do with it, it'd be like the deer in my backyard, if I throw corn out there and they don't know what to do with it, 
Y'all like, well, they a dumb, they, that's a dumb deer if they don't know what to do with it. No, but I'm serious. You know why, you know why Jesus calls us sheep? Because sheep are dumb. Sheep are stupid. Well, that was hard. I, I is one too. Okay? So it's important that as a shepherd, I go, this is an area, I don't know if you're dealing with it, but this is an area you need to be careful with. Whatever your weaknesses are, you need to focus on that because if you don't, there is a, another, there's another realm that is focusing on your weaknesses and it, it's they're designed to take you out. Like, it's life or death. When we come in here, it's life or death. It's life or, life or death for your marriage. Life or death for, for the ministry. Life or death for your kids. So I take it very serious. And the last thing that happened was Sam, they gave Samson a job. What was it? Grinding, grinding a, a meal. Or, he was enslaved. He was shackled. He was blind. He was bald. He was no longer beautiful. He was ugly. How many knows that's what sin will do to you? You ever seen those pictures before and after? The, I've been seeing a lot of them on Facebook. Meth victims, people that were on meth, and then now they're set free, and they look totally different. Maybe we should do a self-evaluation when we start dabbling in sin and really see what we look like. When we start doing things that we shouldn't, start engaging in conversations that we shouldn't. Maybe we should look in the mirror. We don't like to look in the mirror because we have a sense of what's really going on. And if we look in the mirror, then we have to face it. And we don't want to face it. We don't want to face the truth. Go ahead and bring them keys up. Father, help me to I'm gonna stop. I'm not even I'm not gonna go. We will conclude next next week to be continued. Those of you that are here last week. And I hope you're okay with that. I hope that you I hope that you appreciate the fact that number one, I'm I'm conscious of your time. Even though it's a life or death, I, I, I'm conscious of your time. But I hope you appreciate the fact that I'm cool with saying it don't matter what's been prepared. But I, I will come back. I know y'all hear dad say all the time, oh, we'll come back to it. No, we really will. <laughs> Love you, dad, if you're watching from the ball game. We really will next week. Because I believe, I believe that it, I believe it's very important. So it's, it's, and I don't like to leave it like this because it's one of those moments where you go, yeah, you got me there, but, but what? I'm going to answer the question next week, but what? Okay. Has anybody gotten anything out of this the past two, past two Sundays? I'm not just getting, trying to get, I'm just, I'm just, I want to see. Because I don't want, I, again, it hit me hard, man. I'm telling you, can't nobody block my potential. But me. I'm accountable. That's why, that's why at the end, when we all stand before him, y'all aren't coming in the room. Hey, but y'all was talking. They, they was talking about me. Can they, come, can they come too so they... Oh, so you were living by what they said? No. I just like to believe this is going to be me and him. And y'all aren't going to get to see all the stuff. And, and it's going to be you and him. And we don't get to see the stuff. And you know... A lot of church has a problem with that because we like to be involved as the church. We like to be the judge and jury. 
So if it's going to be like that then, where it's just you and him, that's a pretty good indication of what we should be doing down here. So all that meddling we like to do and I'm praying for you. What's really going on? No, you ain't praying for me. You full of gossip. You devil. Wanting to put it on Facebook. Jesus. It's a pretty good indication of how we should be down here. That's why we sing that new song. Here as in heaven. Here as in heaven. Will you stand tonight? I want to pray for you. No altar call tonight. I just I believe that I believe that you received the message and I believe that it's in a way that you can apply it to your life. Amen. So Father, tonight we come before you. I thank you for your word. Gotta thank you that it doesn't return void. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.